Welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. Today, we are going to learn about the importance of finding our place. I sleep in a cabin. Ugh, that's not what I mean. My place is with candy. I love treats. Uh, okay. That's not what I mean either. Uh, maybe you guys should stay tuned and everyone else and me, and we can all learn together what it means to find our place. Welcome back to the Bible Story Podcast. My name is Aiden, and Cassidy and John are here with me. Brayden's vacation continues, <laughs> and he will return in a few weeks. Pretty sure Brayden's place is on a beach right now. Yeah, I can't. Okay, first of all, that's still not what I mean, Cassidy. And he's not, I can't believe you guys would throw him under the bus like that. He's working so hard. Uh, I mean, I think he's taking a vacation. He's not on the podcast right now, is he? No, he's not on the podcast. Actually, yeah, he might be on a beach. Probably not. He's he's working on other things right now. But here's the weird thing, okay? Like when we record this, it's June 16th. And when he is, when this comes out, he might actually be on vacation. So maybe he is on vacation. All right. Anyway, you just saw him like 10 minutes ago. And, and he's not on a tropical vacation, but he probably would rather be there. Well, you see, we work at Covenant Bay on Pigeon Lake. And it's not a tropical beach, but it <laughs> no. is beautiful, but definitely not tropical. Okay. So, yeah. I still can't get quite over the fact that it's summer camp's going to be over by the time this thing airs. Like August 29th is when this episode comes out. So you're telling me it's fall already and it feels like we haven't even had summer. I know. It's, a, it's a in between time. The summer camp is done and school is yet to begin. Cassidy, do you know what you're doing this fall? Well, yeah, I'll be here working at Covenant Bay uh, as well as starting a new program called the Step In Initiative. So we'll have that all online. You should probably go there and check it out. It's going to be great. It's, it's going to be cool. pretty awesome. Yep. We're going to go into schools and we have some different topics like resilience and mental health that we can talk about with the student. Yeah. It went over really well last year as a pilot program. And this year it's going to be even better. So Yeah, I'm excited. How about you, Aiden? Uh, I think I'll be moving back up to Edmonton and continuing my third year of schooling at vanguard bible college what are you what's your degree in uh youth ministry youth ministry mm -hmm. perfect because i'm young and hip and i need a youth pastor no i, I mean like you could <laughs> if you're willing to wait for me to finish probably old by that time uh you guys uh you guys got some great plans uh i'm gonna be here as well and hanging out at covenant bay doing my thing here uh, I hope your fall goes well for both of you. Uh, and Aiden, we're going to miss you. Oh, thanks. I, I guess I'll miss you too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, last week we learned about confession and commitment and how that they are better together. Being sorry without commitment to change is shallow. And committing to change without being sorry can lead you down the wrong path of change. So the Israelites, well, they had a formal gathering where they confessed sins and committed themselves to God. You can find this week's story in Nehemiah chapters, chapters 11 and 12, and it's going to start by describing who was to resettle in the city of Jerusalem 
and where everyone else lived. It goes into super dull detail of a <laughs> record of names. And it was the list of the families that and where people lived. And see, there are many great things in Scripture, but I have to admit, it is hard not to brush past the list of names like this. Aiden, what if your family record was part of the list? Would you be more interested in it then? That's a good question, Aiden. Mm, Yes, I definitely think for sure. Because I would be able to relate and probably even hear some stories about these family members. You know, I like to think of these lists of people somewhat like uh, a photo album for us today. Uh, they didn't have photographs back then, but if so, if they wanted to remember people, they had to kind of like just write their names down or whatever they did to remember that. And so, this list of names would have sparked memories uh, of actual people that they knew within their family lineage and stories, uh, kind of like photo albums do for us today. Okay, so in view of that, I am sorry, I take it back. <laughs> the list of names is not boring. It would be really fun to listen in on all those stories of mem- family members listed in these chapters. They would tell some wild stories that no one ever recorded in Scripture. It's, it's just kind of too bad that we don't have those stories. Yeah, I mean, it would be so much fun. I would lose track of time as people just talked about their family stories. Okay, so the next thing after this list of, of people is that they celebrated. They planned this great day to dedicate the walls of Jerusalem that they had finished. They had musicians and choirs on top of the walls because they were huge walls. And it was like this big, long parade or procession. It was a big party. And it started in one spot of the wall in Jerusalem and then went all the way to the other side. See, there were two groups of musicians and singers, and they went in opposite directions. It was such a great way to celebrate. The people on the ground inside and outside the walls would have a great view from the ground to listen and watch. Everyone would have been celebrating and partying. This party was so loud that it says in Nehemiah 12.43 that the joy of the people of Jerusalem could be heard far away. Okay, so let's just remember back here. Like the building of these walls, like that was a huge accomplishment. I don't know if you guys remember part of the story but like at one point they had like a a sword on one hip and they were like working with the other um having one eye kind of looking back they actually had people standing guard that used to be workers building the wall but they were now protecting the people that were so this is a huge accomplishment and they did it in like such a short time um so it was they had a big reason to celebrate (coughs) but it didn't end there that celebration well, it actually turned into some major generosity, and they made good on their commitments that we learned about last week. The temple in Jerusalem was where they went to worship God. God called the Levites and the priests to serve at the temple and lead the people in many ways. The musicians and singers on the wall were Levites, and the priests had been performing their duties by sacrificing animals and burnt offerings the entire day. Yeah, and that same day, they appointed people to collect the offerings and tithes to support the priests and the Levites, who, you know, worked uh, within that temple area and helped people worship. They would collect a portion of the people's harvest, the farmers, and the money, and they would bring it back to the temple. 
What's impressive is that the people gladly gave. They saw the value of the priests and Levites and their work at the temple. Okay, so these, this, this story feels a little disjointed. It, it feels like many random parts and pieces and not one unified story. It does. You have people resettling in Jerusalem and the extensively long list of people, followed by the dedication of the walls and then the start of collecting offerings and tithes. John, you mentioned that the lesson today for everyone is that finding your place is important. Now, I get the first part of the story where it talked about where people were living, and I get how that's part of it, but I'm a bit lost on the last part of the story. Okay. Uh, fair enough. Uh, so people had a physical place, right? But they also had a place within their families. You can have a physical place to live, but not feel like you belong. And the list of people would have sparked stories like a photo album and helped people understand their, their family's place in the bigger story of their country and their own place within their family. So it's one thing to, to understand all of these things. Um, but the dedication of the walls and celebration would have helped people find their place emotionally. So they found their place physically. They found their place relationally. Now they are finding their place emotionally with this big celebration. And, and how they felt about themselves in the context of their country. And then finally, the collecting of offerings and tithes would have helped people find their place to give, to contribute to the to the country. Uh, farmers would have given a portion of their grain and other things they grew. Uh, merchants would have given money. Everyone contributed in some way. They would have found their place to give. That's a lot. Yep. Let me try and summarize. <laughs> Please do. That would be great. <laughs> I'm sure I'll miss one or two things, so help me out. Okay. They found their place, their home. They found a place to belong relationally. And they found their place emotionally in celebration. And they found their place to give. Yeah. Well, well done, you guys. All of these things, they're super important for Judah to establish themselves as a nation again. And it's important for us to find our place in life, too. Okay. Well, I think there's an underlying place you missed, John. Ooh. And please tell. Well, see, that might be assumed in the story, but is essential for us to state. Okay. The People found their place with God. Ah, I like that. And you're right. The author didn't directly state anything like that in the story, but you can see that all of these things are in the context of a relationship with God, of a country, of individuals and a whole country uh, in relationship with God. So this is our lesson for today. Find your place. Growth tip time. A growth tip is a way to grow in a relationship with Jesus. I have a great tip today. Ooh, do you? Mm-hmm. Tell someone about a story that involves you and God. It may be when you first learned of God or responded to him. Or it could be about his provision, healing, or leading. Just tell a story that shows people your place with God. I, I really like that. It doesn't... And it doesn't need to be a, a like a, a your whole life story in like a six hour condensed version, right? Like it can just be one smaller piece of that story of your life story, right? 
Thanks for listening today. For those returning to school, know that we'll be praying for you that you'll find your place early in the school year. Hey guys, remember there's nothing more important than a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Stay tuned for the discussion episode and take care.